Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. There you go. Look at the crowd. They know it, too. Yeah. Crowd on their feet. Something fans everywhere. Tatum. Got it. 51 points. Sports Radio, WEEI, Christian Arkin, Megan Ottolini. It's Arkin and Megan. You know, I was just thinking of something in the break. What? Adam Jones is joining the show in 13 days, right? Uh-huh. To Monday after next. As we all know, if you read uh, if you read the paper, just negative all the time, Matt Jones. Doesn't do the doesn't do the thing that's really popular, which is after the Patriots lose, he's, he's good to them and says, you know, it's not that big a deal. That's what you do if you really want to hook the listeners and bring them in. No, 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 just negative all the time. How can you, what, what is there to critique about the, the Bruins or the Celtics? What is there? Like, what can you even say? I was, uh, I'm, I'm, like, racking my brain. I don't know what he's going to do. Jones is going to walk in here. The Patriots are done. I mean, that's over. The Red Sox, it's a while before we have to start crapping on them. But for the Celtics and the Bruins, like, what do you even say? What can you? So what is there if, to say about these guys? If you guys? want to take this lane, there is a playbook for this. I don't so, know. playbook, here's the, okay, so the teams are doing well. Mm-hmm. You can't say that the teams suck or that the coaches suck. Well, then you pivot to the writers suck. I hate this column from this person. The writer, ugh, look at this. And then the other page that you can take out of it is, ugh, I hate what this person said in a press conference. What a clown. Mm -hmm. Larry Bird would never say that. I can't believe we're giving away this information. This is the playbook, yeah, because I don't. You could, you could charge. You could. Ken Lair's like running down the hall, like stop. That's the playbook. The seats in the garden are way too close together. That's one. Um, Yeah, subscribe to WEI's Patreon, and you can get all this information for just the low, low price of nineteen ninety nine. I'll tell you what, the beer prices are high. (laughs) You know, like what what else is there? And what is it with (laughs) players today not wearing the shoes of the the team that they're actually playing (laughs) on? Pink shoes. Come on now. I like it when Jason Tatum. Dressed like the Cookie Monster. Yeah. Oh, it makes me so mad. I liked when NBA coaches wore suits. <laughs> you know, like I, other than that, there's not much else. You know, like uh, this bad, the game was better 30 years ago is really all you can say. Um, Too and many three pointers. It hit me. Oh, this make or miss league that we live in. It's just, I mean, all you really have to do is turn the game on in the fourth quarter with three minutes left. And you know exactly what happens. Stop it's true. it! It's oh, really true. It irks me. I mean, yesterday, just for example, yesterday the Celtics and the Bruins both played. Yeah. Um, they've both played on the same day 19 times this year. I looked this up. Uh, and the Celtics are 17-2 and two <laughs> in games when they both play. And the Bruins are 13-6. and six. Pathetic, right? Uh, Blow it up. And um, I was sort of like thinking about that. And I was thinking about how 
you know, here's Jason Tatum dropping 50 points on Charlotte. They're about to beat him again. 51. The Bruins are up 6 nothing on the Flyers, and I'm just sitting there going, what are we supposed to do with this? <laughs> like, you know, like, where where do you go with this other than, wow, these teams are really good? I'll take it somewhere. <laughs> like, where? I don't know. Because, uh, and this is not from the playbook. This is just, uh, I'm going to flip it and reverse it. So I want to miss Elliott. Oh yeah, I want a very timely reference. I want to talk about Jason Tatum. Yeah. Uh, so he put up fifty-one yesterday, and then you could tell Couldn't in his score fifty-two, huh? Press conference. Yeah, he was feeling himself a little bit. He was. Uh, he started talking about how oh, before you know, a couple weeks ago, I dropped forty-nine, and I was getting texts from guys being like, "Hey, you got to go for 50, and I'm not really like that. I don't really think this way, but I thought that way because you know I had to get to fifty so people don't text me. And then he brought he brought up this point about an Orlando game that he missed a couple weeks ago. If you remember, he missed after they had played Orlando back-to-back the way that they played Charlotte back-to-back in this weekend. We split with Miami, you know, at home, and then um, Orlando we lost twice. Uh, some guys were out, uh, you know. Social media was mad that I went to my son's birthday party instead. Um, but, you know, we talked about that, that we haven't won two games in a row against the same team um, in this kind of format. So... Um, Two games on the road, regardless of their record, you know, they got some talented guys over there, you know, um, extremely well coached. Uh, I got a lot of respect for Coach Cliff. Um, so coming in here and, and winning two in a row, uh, it was something that we really, really wanted to do. So I thought that was interesting because he has not spoken on, if you recall, a couple weeks ago that he missed that second Orlando Magic game right. because he had a scheduled day off. And the day before the game, he had a birthday party for Deuce, seemingly out of town or somewhere, something that was kind of a destination. And he was posting about it on Snapchat or whatever. And some people sniped it, put it on Twitter. Shame. And at the time, I was like, it's kind of a weird look. It's just kind of an unforced error in what is otherwise seemingly a perfect existence for Tatum. Yeah. Uh, and then that game just went really poorly for the Celtics, and I was kind of like, eh, I feel like if I'm Jalen Brown, I'm probably not thrilled in the moment. But this was, to me, a nice little flex from Tatum. A nice flex of like, hey, you know what? I dropped 51. I'm going to take the day off against the Orlando Magic <laughs> for Deuce's birthday the day after, maybe because I had a little too much fun at my kid's birthday party. Social and I went media to- was mad that I went to my son's birthday party. And I went the next day off. I kind of like that alpha flex. Yeah. I think people were more mad at the time. They were mad that he sort of had done that. But, like, the Celtics were in a bit of a swoon right then. They'd lost, Mm -hmm. like, six out of seven. Like, it wasn't like people weren't imagining that. You know, people weren't saying, hey, you know, you lost two in a row. Oh, man, you really really suck. Like, they were kind of dipping a little bit there. And I think that was fair to sort of say, hey, what's going on Um, at the time? They lost five out of six. That's what it was. When they lost to uh, Golden State, the Clippers. Back uh, to back to Orlando. And then Indiana after that. And they won that Lakers game on that crazy overtime play. Um, But that was sort of, I think... That was for me anyway. What I was more concerned about, I didn't think if he had a scheduled day off, he had a scheduled day off. Who cares? Uh, I'm fine with them doing that. I think they should do that. I think the Celtics should give those guys more scheduled day off. It's not like it was a scheduled day off, and he went out to Vegas to hang out with strippers. Yeah, so he was Dennis Rodman, you know, chugging beers and taking off on his motorcycle. He's at a toddler's birthday party. (laughs) My sub has bacon.
<laughs> Good. Um, but, yeah, that that's it. And you know what? Since then, there's not been much to say. They had those two, the Denver and the OKC game. And other than that, it's just been... The OKC game was really bad, though. It was. I mean, that, that was, was really uh, bad. They overlooked them, and they figured we don't need to... They were ready for Luka, and uh, instead the Thunder put them right in their place. But since then... I mean, wins over Brooklyn, wins over uh, uh, Luca. You know, the two wins over Charlotte. They hadn't beat two back to back like that before. And Charlotte kind of stinks, fine, but still, I think that what they're doing right now is impressive. And on Thursday, we'll see how real it is because Thursday you got Golden State, and that's when you can sort of look at these at these wins over you know your San Antonio's of the world and New Orleans that we saw without any of their stars and all that. And then you get a team in there that you have uh, that you have a real problem with. Yeah, they have a major problem with the Warriors. So yeah. I, I can't wait for Thursday. I'm going to be at the game for WEEI at TD Garden. But I want to go That's back to That's a hot Tatum. ticket, by the way. Well, uh, I'm not going to be there like, like, dad's, fan, like dad's night out. Dad, I'm not, I'm not going to be either. For WEI.com. <laughs> Writing off the game. But so for Tatum, like this is such a storybook year for Tatum. And I guess I just really uh, like the flex that he's putting out there. Mm. And I I could see how you could read it the other way and say, like, uh, these guys with the bunny ears, like, <laughs> God, he, like, hears everything, looks at everything on social media, whatever. He does, though, I mean. I feel like it's a little less that, though. And I, I, I feel that he has a certain confidence and swagger about him where it's like, okay, I'm going to put that in my back pocket and use it and show you that I'm going to have a scheduled day off because I'm a professional, so I deserve that. At the point in my career well, that I'm at, time, Tatum. and then when I drop fifty-one, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about it. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I think it's a much different guy than he was even three years ago, and it, he just strikes me a little bit more of, as an adult. And I like the attitude. There was something Keep it coming. He he said at the tail end of the season, once the Celtics became like the darlings again. This was way before or way after the fact that they were playing so terribly. And he was asked about where he stands in the MVP, you know, conversation. And his what he said really stuck with me as far as like if I keep playing at this level, then I should absolutely be there. And going into the season, my one concern for Jason Tatum, and I thought it was very real, and it's something we actually talked about last week when he was talking about fighting with Brad over his hand injury, was that this was going to dominate. His need to be the number one player in basketball was going to dominate and at the end of the day put his needs in front of what everybody else on the team would work for them. And I I kind of agree with you, Megan. I, I like that flex of, you know, I just had 51 points. I'm going to tell you about it. It's almost like he's been able to compartmentalize that aspect of his personality and say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to come out there and I'm going to whoop you every night, but it's not going to, at the end of the day, take over and completely become the focal point of this team. What the focal point of this team is getting back to the finals and probably knocking off Golden State again. Can I I say the one thing that bothered me about this? Yes, we need negativity. (laughs) It's just, no, this does actually bother me. And it's not just because I'm from Maryland and the area is a rival to Duke, but they started asking them, the reporters, like, oh, how special is this to hear MVP chants when you're in Charlotte? And he's like, oh, North Carolina means so much to me, you know, like uh, the being a when I look out in the crowd and it's just it's not just Celtics jerseys that are Tatum jerseys. It's Duke jerseys. That one semester I, I had in, there in North Carolina feels a little bit more special, um, you know, because, you know, being here for college, um, you know, two hours away, uh, like, you know, okay, everywhere stop. We- stop. I'm sorry. Like two hours away. It's it. It just bothers me. It's like, how long were you at Duke? 
I, everybody who goes to Duke for basketball <laughs> acts like it was the most transformative experience. It's like the way that Kevin Durant talks about Texas. Yeah. Like being at UT. Oh, he's a Longhorn. Oh, so you were there for like seven months. You know, I know you went to classes and you lived there and you lived away from home and it's that was fun. Like I'm, but you know, back home a little bit. So it's just like, you know. you're home. not you're not even you're not even in Raleigh or near. You know, Durham. <laughs> you're you're in a completely different part of the state. Yeah, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm in Fitchburg. Oh, it feels like home. And by the way, like, Boston. You could see Duke jerseys in Boston. There's probably there's probably the same amount of people from the Boston area who went to Duke. That that were in Charlotte, uh, yeah, probably. Uh, like, getting some love back in in, in North Carolina uh, just feels a little bit different. Oh, you know when I'm in Brooklyn and I see all those Duke jerseys because that's where Duke kids move to after they graduate. Of Makes me feel like I'm at home. Like, what are we talking about? He's a man of the people. I'll tell you what. Um, it's uh, a man. Yeah, I mean, does, does anyone understand how Duke plays to people <laughs> who are not from Duke? People mm. who don't go to Duke or a Duke family. It's just, it's just so. It, that part does annoy me. I'm not even making it up, and it's not because I'm from Maryland. I just, it's like, come on, Kyrie is the same way, and they'll always be friends because they both are Dukies, and they both spent seven months at Duke. You know, you never hear anyone talk this way. What's that? Peyton Pritchard, who had to be at Oregon for four years, like he had to be there for four years before he went into the NBA. The Pac-12 Player of the Year. <laughs> Never really hear him say, "Oh, you know." Anytime that I'm because no one West asks Coast. him because no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's why <laughs> he's not an MVP candidate. Payton, Payton, how does it feel to be in the Bay Area? Mm, <laughs> does well, it make you feel like you're closer to home? Yeah. It feels a little bit more special. Um, basically the same thing. And you so thought you were stupid. sitting at home going, Peyton, oh man, these teams Portland, are so good. How are we going to crap on them and leave it to Megadon Alini to sit and pull the very last answer of a Jason Tatum <laughs> press conference with the worst audio quality ever because it's Charlotte. Why would anybody care about that basketball uh, every team? Every time I'm to in Charlotte. rail against Jason Tatum. Every time I'm Bravo. in Charlotte. I'm impressed. Really more against just, Duke. I just think about those blue devils every time I'm in Charlotte. Mm. You might as well be in like Asheville. Does anyone does anyone up here understand the geography of the Carolinas uh, and that those are not the same place at all? I know where the little, Outer Banks are. That's yeah. It. Whenever I'm in yeah. the Outer Banks and I see a Duke jersey on the beach, it just feels like home. Feels like that I'm one semester back in, in, in North Carolina. Uh, just feels a little bit different. Text line brings up a good point. Mm-hmm. Literally, nobody actually from North Carolina Carolina likes Duke. Period. Right. There you go. They're all UNC fans. I would imagine. No, they really are. Yeah. They don't Absolutely. like Duke. Screw Duke. No one likes Duke. Nobody likes except Duke. Except the kids who go there. That's no it. No one likes Duke except for Dukies. Yeah. Uh, 617-779-7937. Here's your phone number. Special. I'm sure um, it does. You know, because, you know, being here for college. Yeah. Being uh, here in Charlotte. That one year I almost had. Duke. My formative years. <laughs> really. I look back on fondly. Um, yeah. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. And there's the one thing we could find the, the rip about the Celtics. Love you, That's Tatum. It, I love the attitude. Sorry. Stop it, asking him about Duke. It's, it's, somebody somebody send this here. to Tatum. He's going to go and score 65 points against Golden State on yeah. Thursday. That one's, that one's for my homies in Charlotte. Well, finally, he'll be motivated. All right. When we come back, we'll get to some leftover thoughts from Wild Card Weekend from the other games. This is the first 
first time, the first shot we've had at those games uh, as we were not on yesterday. So we'll do some of that, uh, some sound from guys like Joey Bosa and uh, Mike McDaniel. We'll get to all of that right after trending. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Three backs behind him. To the outside. ETN. First down and a ton more. And stays in bounds to the 15-yard line. What a call. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They put the end of three backs three behind backs. It looked like the snake, like everybody was going to get in there to push. They wanted to get them to fall inside. And create one long transcontinental flight home for the Chargers. Meanwhile, Jacksonville can set their sights likely on Kansas City. Here we go for the win. Got it, but there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field, but there's a penalty marker. Offside. Defense on the 26. And they call it on the defense. Unbelievable. Uh, that, it, that is unbelievable. <laughs> Sorry, I fell asleep there. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Wow, wow. I love Al Michaels. That was unbelievable. Uh, that, it, that is unbelievable. That was disappointing. That was the worst thing I've ever heard. Like, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, that was so bad. And I know that this has been talked about, and I know that in real time a lot of people were, uh, were noticing this, but I have never in my life. That was one of the most exciting comebacks in the history of the NFL playoffs. Here we go. And <laughs> Al Michaels and Tony Dungy were... I, almost like they had been tranquilized. They wanted to get them to fall inside. I mean, yeah. that Etienne play was remarkable. Like, the, the field goal to cap that thing off, all of it, 
it was edge of your seat stuff. <laughs> like, really not and stuff. You had to, because you heard, you've heard Michael say, well, you know, there's only so much you can say about a bad game, right? We had all these bad games, and you try and create buzz and excitement, but sometimes the game's just so bad that you, you can't do it. What do you want me to do, sell a 20-year-old used Mazda? Exactly. Quote, Al Michaels talking about Thursday night football. We played the audio last week. We did. And here it is. Yeah, the game sucked in the first half. It did not suck in the second half, but you would never know listening to these two guys. Here we go. That was, I've never heard anything like that before. It's, look, they set themselves up for failure. Boom goes the dynamite guy had more energy than them. (laughs) Honestly, like that was brutal. All respect to Dungey. Why is he in the booth? I don't know. Like, no, who no respect. He's who, got no business. Thank you. He's got who no business made the, who, the, who made the call? Like, that's going to be dynamic. Al Michaels is, uh, you know, a legend. And he's still great. That is not a good pairing. Like, that, it's just Al Michaels so is just as bad as Dungeon. Snooze fest, game. I know. But here's the thing. It's like, how old is Al at this point? 80, 80 I think. 80? Right? So is he exactly 80? I don't know. 80-year-old Al. He's calling the late game. Mm-hmm. And it's the first half is such a dud. 78, sorry. Uh, 78 years old. I don't know who who would have been. I mean, obviously, you love him with Collinsworth, but that I can't think of a worse pairing with Al Michaels there. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it. <coughs> Here we go. <laughs> I mean, like, it's late. The first half is a complete dud. Yeah. Then the... The comeback starts, and it's like they couldn't. They couldn't come back. They couldn't. They couldn't get the energy back up. It was almost like they were uh, remote. Remember the beginning, yes. like the first COVID games, where it was like hard a, a to beat behind. Yeah, they were behind the action, and they weren't there, so they couldn't quite gauge the reaction of the people. I mean, this game. You know what I mean? Like that. That's sort of how it felt to me. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like they were off site, and that they couldn't hear the crowd, and they didn't really like have the match the energy that was uh, going on there or anything. That's or, how disconnected they were from the feel of that game. Or like Michaels has been doing meaningless games all season. And lost sight in the moment. Yeah, like lost sight of how of the magnitude of that comeback Every in real time. Every game is a bad game. Exactly. What a call! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Um, let's. Oh, uh, hey, 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 hey! Slow hey, down. Hey. You might hurt yourself. You crazy kids. Easy there, fella. Easy there, cowboy. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. There's your phone number. Let's talk to uh, George. I like that name, George in New Hampshire. Uh, what do you got, George? George. George. Okay, good to hear you guys. I hey, was listening to you guys. That's you, a great show. Appreciate I, it. I, um, George, turn well, your radio you know, down or get to the point, please. One or the other. I just turned the radio down. Thank you. All right, now to do the point thing. <laughs> what I want to do is I, I feel like uh, everything is falling into the bills. I, I think Buffalo is going to win the Super Bowl. Okay, I thanks for the call. George, appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much for listening and uh, and uh, giving us a buzz. Buffalo's <laughs> going to win the Super Bowl. There you go. I thought Buffalo looked a little shaky in that game. I don't know about you. Josh Allen looked crazy. Hey. <laughs> I don't know how you come out of this weekend and go, my takeaway, the Bills are a wagon. Yeah. I mean, the, they're great. Don't get me wrong. But they don't look infallible. Bills they needed waited. a lot of help from uh, from Mike McDaniel and his play calling or lack thereof. I would say in a lot of uh, in a lot of cases to win that game. If he had gotten 
two plays in on time, which, by the way, Mac Jones can say this, too. Uh, if Mac Jones had gotten his plays from the sidelines a little bit faster, maybe they'd be in the playoffs. I think Mac Jones did say I mean, he didn't say about being in the playoffs, but I think no. he said it in real time. Um, Mike McDaniel uh, sitting there ripping his G-pen over <laughs> the sideline, um, just uh, letting that one sort of fall by the wayside. Watching that happen over and over again, there was a point where the Dolphins, I think it was fourth and one, and they were still huddled up with four seconds left on the playcock. And it's like, there's four seconds. You know you can't line up in time. You all see the same clocks. Like, how can this still be? Ha- how can it happen over and over? Like, and, and then you sort of think with the, with the Patriots. And then you look at it and you go, oh, right. Because these guys have never done this before. For McDaniels, this is his first time in this setting. He's new to this. And he's maybe not handling it well. And maybe he's not the kind of coach that handles pressure well. That could be, too. Wouldn't shock me. But uh, it's, it's new to him, just like it was new to the Patriots coaches. And that's why a lot of times when you're doing something for the first time, you make dumb mistakes like not getting the play in over and over again. And, oh, my God, with the Dolphins, that was, it was painful watching that. Yeah. It was – I did not expect it to be that competitive. So, again, on the one side, I was uh, – pleasantly surprised that it had some entertainment but not exactly like the kind of entertainment that you're going to remember five years from now like what a great playoff game on that wild card weekend it was more like what a series of mishaps listen to uh mike mcdaniel do we have the uh, mcdaniel sound this was what he had to say about um about the uh i think this was the play at the very end of the game listen listen to this um that was uh it was communicated to me through the um upstairs you know from uh from the headset i think um, okay, I was standing pause by. It real quick. What's wrong? What is wrong with him? <laughs> I love Mike McDaniel, but like, it, it was communicated to me from the upstairs. Like, that's something a five-year-old says. <laughs> like, where did you get that from? Upstairs. From the upstairs. Man. <laughs> yeah. What is he talking about? Um, upstairs. You know, from uh, from the headset. I think um, I was standing by an official. Uh, I, I had just had gotten convicted information that it was a first down um so I, I don't really know exactly who it was from it was probably the first time all year that that had happened so um you know you it, you you try to do your best as it was i thought we had a fourth and six opportunity that we were unable to come up with as well so um fourth and one most of the time is easier than fourth and six but at the same time uh, you know, you, you just have to adjust to whatever variable is put out there. And, um, you know, I think we had a chance at the fourth and six as well. Okay, so what he's talking about there is on third and one, they were in the no huddle. There was about three and a half minutes left, and I think they burned all their timeouts at this point. Um, so uh, they were they really needed to, to score at this point. And the third and one play right around midfield, they ran it off left guard, no gain, but he thought it was a first down. Because he heard it in his his headset the from upstairs. the upstairs. I, I had just had gotten convicted information that it what was. Is that, what does that mean, I, by What the is way? he talking I, okay. about? What is convicted information? Now, I, I listen to a lot of Mike McDaniel. I feel like I hate listening to him for a lot of what you're bringing up. Like, why do you have to be such a goof when you talk yeah. about everything? I think what he was trying to say is I got conflicting, conflicting information, information. from information. the upstairs guys while I was standing next to the stripy shirt man on the sideline of the footy ball. So here's the other thing. He said this has never happened before. Never happened more, man. If, if this story is real, <laughs> Did someone hack the headset? What happened? Someone you, from the upstairs? Do your best. Like, what is he talking about? I don't know. A voice I had never heard before told me the wrong play. We were like- listening to the Patriots radio broadcast. Right.
That's right, Mike Tomlin. It sounds like he sounds like Aaron Rodgers on his on his trip there. <laughs> just, it's I heard voices, man. There's voices. I, talking I don't know to me, how man. you come out of this the end of the year. I'm not saying Mike McDaniel should be in the hot seat or anything. That's what Ayahuasca did for me. Um, you know, you, you you try to do your best. <laughs> I don't know how you come out of here with like the utmost confidence in this guy. And if you get Brady, and he turns, and Brady's like. You know, what the hell is going on? Probably mm-hmm. saying something worse than that to headlines. And McDaniel's like, I don't know. A voice came <laughs> from the upstairs. Hey, slow Tom down, Brady's going to be like. We're going to get there. Don't you worry about it. What? Did you guys just hear that voice from upstairs, As man? it was, I thought we had a fourth and six opportunity. Anyone else hear that voice? <laughs> it's like coming from the upstairs. I think he said it first down. To me through the. Um, upstairs. Yeah, right? Yeah, there's a voice from upstairs. It gets funnier the more I hear it. You dudes hear that? The sensation of feeling a hundred different hands on my body. Um, yeah. Upstairs. Upstairs. <laughs> I've never heard that before, man. That's hey. crazy. Hey, guys. It's a lot of stairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, get, you get tired. You try to listen to people all the time. I've been standing out here. My vape cartridge is running on empty. Yeah. <laughs> Got to charge my, charge my G-Pen, guys. Look at you. We did the best we could. Big Don't get mad, bro, man. The upstairs is calling the plays. Are you talking about God? No man. Talking about it the man upstairs, to me bro. Through the um, upstairs, <laughs> you know, from uh, from the headset. I think. I think uh, maybe I don't know. It may have been downstairs. Was I wearing a headset? I, I, I don't know. know where the voice is coming from. Maybe it was, uh, you know, never in the basement. Never happened. I was standing by an official. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. From the upstairs. I'm uh, I'm glad he's uh, not getting fired. I hope that he sticks around there a while. I enjoy him. Oh, he's the best. Let's go it? to uh, let's go to Carlos, who's in the car. We haven't taken a call in a while, Megan. Uh, Carlos in the car with a thought on Lamar Jackson. Go ahead, Carlos. What's up? Hey guys. So if I was Lamar Jackson, I, I have the pats by by the I guess by the eggs because he can ask whatever he wants, any any how much money he wants, and the pats will pay for it because there's no way that Bill Belichick is going to let let him go to the Jets. And all of a sudden, we have a divisional rival, and we end up last against the Bills, last against the Jets. And, and I guess the, the closest thing we can go against is two over down in Miami. But he literally has us by the balls. He can ask for whatever he wants. Carlos, thanks for the call. And in theory, I sort of see what you're saying, but that applies to the Jets too, right? Like, I mean, wouldn't the Jets say, well, we can't let him go to the Patriots? We can't let Jad the Dolphins, same thing. We can't let him go to the New England. If that happens, then we're going to be right back where we were for the last 20 years. So then they'll go the extra mile to try and get him. And out of all those teams, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Patriots, Bill Belichick, I'd say, is the least reactive kind of, oh, my God, hysterical, we got to make some big move to avoid a quarterback going to a team that we have to play. Like, he doesn't think about those sorts of things. Bill Belichick, I don't think, has ever weighed that sort of thing before. He let Lawyer Malloy go to the Buffalo Bills in 2003, and uh, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. So I don't think that that would even cross Bill Belichick's mind, to be honest with you. So about a half hour ago, we were talking about the show playbook. Oh, you want to be negative? Right. Got to follow this playbook, A, B, and C. The arc Callers? of the covenant, yes. Callers. If you find yourself treading down the same path that you have every offseason about a free agent quarterback, well, if we don't get him, the Jets are going to get him because the Jets are incredible with quarterbacks. Every quarterback that goes to the Jets becomes a Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer there. 
Okay, ho, ho, can't be, can't play for the Jets. Oh my Here God! He is the biggest douche of the universe. This is offense by defense because you don't let him go to a divisional rival. Stop it! Like, just stop, guys. You're better than this. Okay, I understand you don't want to play him if he's in Miami or whatever. He's in the Jets. You don't want to play Brady if he goes to Miami. You're not going to bring Brady back here so Brady doesn't go to Miami. Like, that's not how this works. Coaches don't think that way. No, you're saying they the callers are better don't. than that. You are better than that, callers. The Patriots are not are impoverished. Go yes, back, guys. listen to all the stupid calls about Russell Wilson and the stupid conversations that all of us had on the radio about Russell Wilson last summer and ask yourself, I'm not saying it's, Apples to apples, because Russell looks really washed, and Lamar has not that serious of an injury, went ghost from his team, and is 26 years old. But just ask yourself, have I made this exact same argument about a quarterback in the last three years in the offseason? If the answer is yes, sit on the thought. It's just sit on different. it. It's not different. Um, it's something different. Even if, even if that's true. If the Jets get Lamar Jackson, oh, my God. Great. If they the won't Je- know what the, to do with them. I mean, you just sort of wind them up, let them go at this point, I think. If the Jets get if the Jets get Jackson, I mean, they, were, they weren't that much worse than you this year, really. I mean, record-wise, they weren't. If they get Jackson and you keep plodding along with Mac Jones, that's I, uh, how can you feel good about that? If you wouldn't be you wouldn't be horrified of finishing in last place in the division with the with Jackson there in, in New York. I would be. I definitely would be. Uh six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. That's it. You gotta throw two hundred and forty four million dollars not necessarily so that he's not on a, so that he's not a jet. But you gotta bop, bop, <laughs> You gotta do something more with your team. If you don't get Jackson, fine, but if he goes to the Jets, you gotta do something to compete with those teams. Well you gotta um, do that anyway. You, you gotta do. do like seven different things for your team. It's different competing with Mike White and Lamar Jackson, though. I mean, we all agree there. Or one with the day, biggest one day in the universe. One day the Jets, you're gonna have to think about them. It's not today. If Lamar's there, I, I thought mean, it was you this year and they went on no, no, no. One day you're gonna have to think about the Jets. Yep. In Not all today. the galaxies, there's no bigger douche than you. Yeah, and that's the other thing. If if Lamar goes there, Zach Wilson, he's gonna turn into like an evil frat bro right. from the eighties. Apparently, if he, he goes said there, he was Zach, gonna make. Zach gonna Wilson's make, getting released. <laughs> he was gonna make whatever quarterback's life a nightmare. Yeah. He said. I don't. Lamar's so. like, yeah, great. See you then. Gonna be you tough to do that. The top, the pinnacle of douchedom. Tough to do that in the CFL. Uh, let's try Thomas in Maine. Hello, Thomas in Maine. Hey, um, I just wanted to, uh, I don't know if you've touched on this yet, but I couldn't believe the uh, the four missed extra points last night. I had to, like, go back through the highlights and make sure there was actually four in a row. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that either. That was, I mean, that was, I felt bad for the guy. I know I, he, I he had a good year, too. but I'm watching this going, no way. That that fourth one, it looked like it was right down the middle, and then at the last second it was like, and like it hit the top of the upright. I've never seen it at the top of the upright on the way up before. Like, that, the whole thing, it was so weird. He was just completely snake bit. And then they talked to him after the game. He's like, well, what happened out there? He's like, I don't know. It was extra points. Got the yips. 
Hey, it really? looked like, or the thing, whatever you want to call it. I'm like Chuck that, Knobloch. That's what happened. That, that's one of my the most fascinating. John Lester going to first. Yeah. yeah. No, that's one of the most fascinating subjects to me in all of sports. The yips. Like the yips, the thing, whatever it is, where you just your body won't do it. Yeah. Uh, pretty bad when that's your only job, though. I know. <laughs> Not I what know. you're looking for. And then the point that it got to with McCarthy, where he's like, we're just going to go for two now. Hell, we're winning this game anyways. Let's not trot the kid back out there. I know. It only took him four missed extra points to go, I might need to make an adjustment here. Hmm. What should I do? Surely he can't miss the fourth. And he did. And he did miss the You know what I think it is? My theory here is that it was the Tom Brady. Like, you know Tom Brady's old now? He used to be going to a game like that. The entire other team would screw up. Yep. Now it only affects the kicker. Oh, like only geez. the kicker's like, oh, I'm going up against Brady. Like we're screwed. You don't think he had a lot of sleep lose. Saturday? Yeah, and then he just missed all his kicks. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Best idea I can think of. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. There's your phone number. Quick break. We'll get to more of your phone calls, and we'll ask the question: If the Patriots had made the playoffs. How would they have looked this weekend, though? We'll do all that next. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P. U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Christian Arkin, Megan Ottolini. Nice to have you with us here today. I saw on the online, and I maybe I'm just too online. I probably am. People saying, man, if the Patriots had made the playoffs, if they had snuck in, they would have they been fine this weekend. They could have done. Look what... Look what Miami almost did with their third string uh, QB, and look what uh, look at the Chargers. How they choked that away to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, the Patriots could have really done something here. Based who, on what? Who said that? I saw people saying that. Pe- many people were saying it. Many people were saying. <laughs> uh, I wasn't. I didn't see it everywhere, but I, there was a faction of I think Patriots fans out there who watched the football over the weekend and thought, you know what? Patriots could have competed with these teams, and to that I just say, which ones specifically? The teams that scored over 30 points? Because the Patriots did that exactly once this year, and that was a Bailey Zappi game. So uh, try again. In the in the Bengals and the Ravens, okay, that was maybe a little bit more low-scoring and, and competitive, but did you say, like, that was, I love AFC North football. I just love it. 
Really? I think it's uh, I think it's just you... the, about as good as it gets. I love watching them beat the crap out of each other. Why, I think that, it's like Smash Mouth. Yeah, I okay. don't know why. It's something different than that that division than all the other divisions in football. Those guys they hate each other. Whether it's the Bengals, the Browns, the Steelers, Ravens, whoever they hate each other and they try and really hurt each other. And I don't know why, but I just I can't get enough of it. Going all the way back to Perfect and uh, you know uh, Juju Smith Schuster and all those guys. Like it's been going on in that division my whole life, really. And I. Still I still enjoy that, and you still saw some of that over the weekend. But even there, I don't know. I mean, who are the Patriots realistically competing with? With the Dolphins and Skylar Thompson? Fine, okay, maybe maybe you got that one, but they giving you 31 points? 32 points? The Patriots? The New England Patriots? That's not something they did this year, ever. Like, I don't know where you come up well, with that. you wouldn't be in the position to play Miami. So take that's that out true. of you the equation. You wouldn't be playing any like of that. You play so you could, I mean, you could look at it and say, oh, you could be Skylar Thompson. It's like, well, you wouldn't be there. You'd be right. against Buffalo, mm-hmm. realistically. Uh, real quick note, though, on the what you said about the North. I think the AFC North, there's something about the Ravens. Where even where they have Huntley out there, I don't know if it's just the age that I am, the age that you are. It feels like if the Ravens are in the playoffs, there's always a threat hanging around them. Mm. Like, I don't know. It's just a certain amount of respect I have for that franchise's overall consistency where it feels like they can always throw a wrench into the operation. However, I will say that the in-game interview <laughs> this was awesome. between Melissa Stark and I, I can never say this freaking name, so I'm going to try, try my it. best. Jim Harbaugh. That's right. That's Harbaugh. Close. No, it's yeah, wrong, Harbaugh. actually. It's John Harbaugh. Sorry, John Harbaugh. Oh, right, yeah. See, I, was, I, always I was listening for the Harbaugh part. Out, she does that all the, the time. Jim She's going to say John, but then she Jim says John, Jim. Jim, John, I'm just going to call him Jay. Okay. Big Jay. Uh, this was... John who? Horrible. John who? Harbaugh. Did I say it right that time? There were D in there that's now? Hard, that sounded more like Harbaugh. Harbaugh. I, it never sounds right. Harbaugh. Johnny H. Anyway, that's anyway. boring. Get to the interview. It was uh, this. Uh, oh, I had just cringe all over my body. Back in Cincinnati with Ravens head coach John Harbaugh. And John, you told us your guys were going to be disciplined. What did you think about that last penalty? Well, I didn't like the last penalty. And so what will you tell your guys defensively? Uh, we'll be fine. Our guys will be fine. It's going to be a hard-fought game out here. We're, we're going to play a good game. And Tyler Huntley with that interception, you said we might see Anthony Brown. What will that take? We'll just see how the game goes, okay? Thanks. Thanks, John. All right, Melissa, thank you. Yeah, thanks for everyone. Everybody, great job. <laughs> what an absolute dink. Yeah, what an a-hole. There's nothing oh wrong with those God. questions. What would you think of that penalty? I mean, that's, you know, you don't want to get in trouble. You can't call out the reps, maybe. That's what well, you Well, I didn't thought. like the last penalty. Didn't like it, sure. Okay. Okay, so say, well, uh, we got to be better. Like, these are, the canned answers are not that hard. Yeah. Belichick is not this rude. He's really not. If you go back and watch, especially over the last several seasons, he's not this rude. Is that because he's not as animated? Like, Bill's pretty monotone. Yeah. Whereas Harbaugh was like a little bit more animated. In this that. was straight up snark. It was actually worse than snark. It was like a, I don't know, what's worse than snark? Um, just, it was just He's mean. like smiling at her, right? He's got this big, like, sort of fake smile in her face, like that's pausing, not answering. It's, yeah. yeah, it was condescending. It was kind yeah, that's what it was. It was kind of like, hey, babe, why don't you just let us play the hey, football, huh? Toots, <laughs> and Tyler Huntley with that interception, you said we might see Anthony Brown. What will that take? We'll just see how the game goes, okay? All right, so sweet. She, I saw some people online. You talk about seeing people uh, putting stuff out there. Mm-hmm. I, I think I tweeted about this. I was like, eh, he really was not in the mood to answer those questions. And you were like, well, 
<laughs> why do they have to talk during the game anyway? Because they get paid to. Because it's an entertainment product, and people want to hear from the coach, or people want to see the coach, or yep. they have the opportunity. It's written into the contract. Everybody agrees on it before the game, and they know it's going to happen. So they get pulled aside for 25 seconds. It takes as long to be a dink as it is to give a canned, polite answer. What did you think about that last penalty? And well, by, I didn't like the last penalty. By the way, once in a while, and more than once in a while, sideline reporting comes in real handy when you're trying to figure out what's going on with, I don't know, a major injury where someone's being sent to the hospital as if that doesn't happen or hasn't happened recently in the sport. It just bugs me. I don't know. I guess I heard on the broadcast that he apologized later in the game, but it's like everybody's an an adult. You're all professionals. The condescending crap, like, gross. I think Belichick got more slack uh, during his exchange. I think it was with Dana Jacobson. When Dana Jacobson was asking about all the issues with Antonio Brown, he got ripped for this exchange. Off the field, the headlines have obviously been about Antonio Brown, who was practicing with you as late as Friday. We saw him in that practice. How does this change your offense now not having him? Yeah, we're just focused on getting ready for the Jets with the players that will be active today. I think I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, what was the final straw with Antonio Brown? Yeah, we're focused on the Jets today. Thank you, Coach. As for- I mean, we're used to that around here, so yeah. I don't know. It may play differently if you don't hear Bill Belichick interviews every week. But the the final question, this is the one that that I'm focused in on with this Melissa Stark interview. The final question is something she was going back to because he mentioned it right. leading up to the game that he might rotate the quarterbacks. And Tyler Huntley with that interception, you said we might see Anthony Brown. What will that take? We'll just see how the game goes, okay? Thanks. Like, probably inter- more interceptions. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he had a lot to get going on. I, I, I don't understand the dinkiness. Yeah. It's just, it's unnecessary. It was dinky, for sure. Um, let's take a call here before the top of the hour. 617-779-7937. Sorja is in Mansfield. Hi, Sorja. What's going on, Mego? Arkin, how Yo, we doing? Doing good. How are you doing? So, uh, Arkin, I have a funny story. I used to li- listen to you on a lesser-known station uh, in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they hung up on me four years ago. I'm up now. I don't care anymore. Uh, but here's the thing, guys. Glad to hear that. Yes. Listen, this morning, I just woke up from my afternoon nap, so I'm a little amped up, right? Okay. Listen, did I want to wake up this morning and walk five to ten miles? No. Did I want to burn 2,000 calories this morning? No, but I did it. And I'm going to make a very, very crucial point, all right? Here's the thing. We can't set the standard for Bill O'Brien because this is Boston. Sergio, what are you talking about? Sergio, 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 what in the world are you talking about? What does this have to do with you walking and burning cat? Like, where? Did you walk five miles or ten what miles? Is any, how did you get to Bill O'Brien difference. from that? Like, what are you talking about? Listen, <laughs> I'm going to set it to you straight. The Chiefs are going to lose against the Jags. Sergio, go back to bed, will you? My God, I, this is my, my this is... It's inevitable. Sergio, how many? You guys have a good one. Okay. How many Sergio. miles did he walk? You Listen. can't say between five and ten. You can say between five and six. That was a wild call. I liked it. Six, call back. Six one seven. <laughs> so it was like he was in the middle of a dream or something. Six one seven 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 nine. Like Mike McDaniel. Seven ninety three seven. Kind of did. Uh, quick break. When we come back, we'll get back to well, Tom Brady out of the playoffs. What's next for him? And uh, what's next for the Patriots coaching staff? We'll get to all of that with your phone calls coming up next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile five G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority. 
priority to cell phone users? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.